Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is the best of two pros and a cup of Joe with LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, and Jonas Knox on Fox Sports Radio. Good morning. Tire rat. The regular season is in the books in the NFL. It finished up with the AFC East clincher for the Buffalo Bills left for dead not that long ago. And yet here the Bills are AFC's champions and the two seed. And Miami's now got to go on the road and it's going to be the Tyreek Hill. What an entertaining Bowl. game, right? I mean, it was Bit as sloppy. delivered. Well, it was entertaining, though. Yeah. I mean, it had that that big game feeling to it, like almost like a great, uh, you know, kind of setup. For for heading into the the college championship game, it just it just had a championship feel to it. Like yeah. you could feel it. Yeah, um, there's a lot. Going I mean, on I was there. entertained. Yeah, I yeah. mean, it would have been nice if Miami was fully healthy. That would have been nice. But yeah, but no, who's fully healthy though? You know, who's fully healthy? We are. <laughs> Penn State. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I mean, that is very true. Um, but the Bills and and look, Josh Allen turnovers, all the other things that came along with it. But you do have to credit Buffalo because there was a lot of discussion early in the year talking about major changes after the season. I don't think anybody would have projected them being the two seed. You know, I was very clear on saying I felt like Buffalo hit their ceiling. And, and I, you know, I – I, I don't know that I, I I don't stand on it anymore. I'm just not as bullish on saying they hit their ceiling. I, I think they're going to have a tough matchup against the Steelers out the gate. I think that's a tough draw, even though a TJ list uh, TJ Watt list defense of Steelers team is probably not going to be close to as formidable as they need to be. But I mean, come on if you if you're looking at where Buffalo is right now, their offensive line has been intact. They're they're playing pretty well. They've they've been able to establish the run. Josh Allen is is playing, you know, at at what is seemingly a pretty high level and, and, and their defense is playing at a high level. So they look like they have all the elements that they need to be competitive in, in the playoffs. So if I'm a, if I'm a Bills fan, being able to get that win in in what would be considered a hostile environment. Um, and and going into the playoffs the way that they are, I mean they they got some momentum. 
They have some momentum, and I, I think that that's pretty important for this Bills team right now. The, have they been having momentum? Like, this Bills team has been in playoff mode, it feels like, since the middle of the season. Oh, yeah. I mean, they've kind of had to be, right? Mm-hmm. But now it's led to the number one, number two seed. And I'll be honest, like, if you're going to play one team in the AFC, I I think it'd be the Steelers. Yeah. Like, isn't that the one team you'd probably want to play offensively? You're playing against probably a backup quarterback in Mason Rudolph. You know, they, they you know have a hard time creating a lot of offensive output. And now without their best player, that'd be the team that I'd want to play against. I, I don't disagree with that one bit. It's saying, it, but it's just I don't know, and and, and maybe I just kind of live in this whole altered, I guess, reality of what the past has represented, where you have teams that's like I wouldn't want to play them in the playoffs, but and and the Steelers have always seemed to be that team. Like I think they were the first team to be like a six seed that went to the Super Bowl and won it or something to that effect. Like they were like one of the lowest seeds and had to go on the road and win it, but it, it, that's old. That's that's an old Steelers team, you know. So, let me pose this question: If you were, if you were the Dolphins last night, you had one of two options. Okay, you lose, you go to Kansas City, plays the Chiefs. You win, right? You turn around and play Buffalo, I believe, at home. A week, like you run it back a week from now. That I want Kansas scenario. City. I, I was just gonna say, like, I'll take Kansas is, City. This isn't the worst thing for Miami. No. It sounds terrible to say because it's Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes in Arrowhead, but it just it feels like if there's a if there's a time to catch Kansas City where they don't feel like they're the Kansas City we've seen the previous what five years, yeah, this would be it, right? And 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 I guess if you're looking for a team and a storyline, Tyree Kill back to Kansas City for a playoff game, to me is almost as good as it gets. Maybe outside of the Goff Stafford you know conversation and as. Um, you know, you get the Lions hosting the Rams next week. But, like, that's also a pretty, like, tantalizing headline. Tantalizing. Oh, yeah. That's a I good mean, word. Tyreek, it's tantalizing. Yeah. And it, and it's also Kansas City's offense is nowhere close to what it was before. So it's not like – like, Miami may only need a couple of big plays – and they're in that game or threatening to win that game in Kansas City. I still think the Chiefs win that game. Just, I mean, I'll take the uh, the home team, so that's probably good news for Miami based on, on how I've your done this year. This year? Yeah. Terrible. But, um, you get a lot of people, though, coming to your defense <laughs> on Twitter. You know, hey, it's been a tough year, Jonas. Yeah. yeah it's not teams. that voice. What's that? What is that voice? Tough yeah, what is, that's the NPC what voice. What is that voice? What are you getting at? It's been nah. a tough year, Jonas. Non-playable character. The NPC voice. hard, Jonas. You know, my kids do that, best. They do that all the time. It's like, Dad, I don't understand why you have to be that way. I said, what what way? Well, it was like... Why you guys can't clean up your rooms in the morning? Like, it just seems so crazy that I have to come back. I'm like, wait, what voice is that? I don't sound like that when I talk. Jonas, Jonas. My daughter said, that's an NPC voice, Dad. You can't, I can't use my voice when I'm talking about you. It's funny. Yeah. I don't know it's if I can do thing. an NPC voice. It's that, yeah, you can. Because if you're... There you go. That's that. close. That's close. Not bad. I, I mean, like you're probably ready to take a nap or you're on some Xanax there. That's, that, yeah. that definitely sounds like um, some Xanax. So the, uh, the, the, the Josh Allen game last night, though, it... Um, like it's not pretty. Whatever Buffalo's doing is not pretty. And it doesn't feel like this is the same really dangerous Buffalo team that's going to rely on their offense and all that. I mean, they are winning games. I just don't know how 
how viable of a threat they are in the AFC. I, I don't know what you're talking about. I think what's not viable about him is you can't expect him to be the leading rusher, and you can't expect him – I mean, he was 30 for 38. He made two bad decisions. They both happened to be interceptions and in the end zone and just – I don't know. But he's playing outstanding. Like, to me, the problem with Buffalo moving forward is he's got to play in this Superman, you know, fast-paced mode where he's just kind of at the line operating quick, playing fast. And you, you heard Collinsworth talk about that, but that's what we've witnessed. And by the way, like, I go back to Joe Brady when he first came on the scene. Back for that, was it the 2019 LSU National Championship team with Burrow or 18, whatever the hell it was. You know, when, when Joe Brady was their passing game coordinator, that's how Burrow operated fast and, and effective. And it's like he, he's implemented some of those same, um, I don't know if it's philosophies, or strategies, but it's the, it's the exact same thing with Josh Allen, and you're seeing it pay off in the manner in which he plays. The, I, I just think the tough thing is like, can you rely on that? Like, can you rely on one guy basically, you know, taking this thing on? And granted, it is the quarterback, so I guess that's a good thing. <laughs> yeah, it is. It, it's like I, I don't know. It, it feels kind of tough. Like you need a defense, you need a running game. We talk about those things all the time when you get to the playoffs. Well, this is a case where you've got a quarterback who's carrying everything. And I think it's hard to do for three games throughout the course of the playoffs and then a fourth in the Super Bowl. Uh, but it seems to be their formula. Yeah. It seems to be their formula, and that's a couple teams' formula, right? I think that that's Baltimore's formula. Uh, I mean, it, if you think about it, I mean, that's Kansas City's formula. I mean, there's a couple of them that where their quarterback has got to carry the load if well, they're going to be able to win it. I would say this. I think Kansas City's defense has carried them all year. Yeah. And that's not like an opinion. I just go look at how well they've played some of those lower scoring games. There's been games where Mahomes hasn't played that well, and it's been the defense that has actually kept them in it. So I think I think the previous five years, sure, it's been Mahomes and Kelsey and, and Tyree Kill, and last year was you know, the, the sum of the parts at wide receiver. But this year, I think the most consistent piece has been the Chiefs' defense. I think. Uh, I'll say this. I'll say this in response to that. If Patrick Mahomes isn't the catalyst of carrying this team in the playoffs and it's up to the defense, they might be one and done. They might be done first round. Going home. Let's have a conversation about what's going to happen next year. What do they do for the future? Because this is not the same Kansas City team. If Patrick Mahomes isn't Patrick Mahomes, this isn't a Kansas City team that's going to make it very far. I would be willing to to stand on that. I'll die on that hill. But you're not going to stand on the Bills. Oh. I, I think because Josh Allen has been Josh Allen, and we know that Josh Allen, and, well, I believe we know that Josh Allen can carry the load the way that he does, and the defense is playing the way that they're playing. It gives me a little bit more confidence to say that this is a a style of play that can get them deep into the into the playoffs, especially coming out against a team where it's a wounded team. It's not it's not going to be a team that's that's at full strength. I think I, I don't know that they've hit their ceiling in terms of of what they can accomplish. But with that being said, I'm not fully confident to say that the Bills are a team that can just navigate through the AFC side of, of the conference. I just don't can, I don't see it. Can I also ask a, a question to clarify something? Sure. Because you use the phrase stand on it. Mm-hmm. And it, 
Stand based on, on the business. Ur- based on the Urban Dictionary. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've always I've read the definition to be to accelerate in a speedy or aggressive manner. Mm. Is that no, that wouldn't be the the latest iteration of stand on it. Stand on so they it. They need to update the urban dictionary. Yeah, because the the latest the the way I get it from the the youth of today and how they're using stand on it. It's it's a a definitive declaration of belief. It's like if if you say, is it like say it with your chest? Like yeah, okay. There you go. Yeah. Like I'm saying it with my like. There is no doubt about it. That if I say this, like this is what it is, that's your standing on it. You know, that's 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 how the youth use it these days. And I so, just try to use their lingo, you know, that's all that is. So like so standing on business isn't like sticking to your values and like walking the walk, not just talking the talk. No, that's, that's it not, too. No, that's oh, it too. It's just not keep your foot on the accelerator. It's not about, I think, like kind of like going fast with something. I think it's just more of your belief of what it is that you're saying. Like I'm saying I believe this unequivocally, like unshaken. This is like, this is what it is to me. I'm standing on it, on business. Stand on okay. that S. Yeah. Okay. Pull that red button out. I'm gonna tell y'all what I'm standing on. Yeah. I'm standing all on this. Eesh. It's right there under under all the cords. <laughs> yeah, it is it's right the there cords. under the cords. The the going, I'm not going to do it. We, we get to hear it at the top of every show, you know, of every hour. That I, I definitely red button had a red button moment. You know, you mentioned the Bills and the Chiefs. I think we made the point earlier this year that it's been a long time since Buffalo's gotten Kansas City at home. It seemingly is always at Arrowhead. There is the potential now with Buffalo as the two seed, if things play out the way people expect them to play out, that Buffalo will finally get Kansas City in the divisional round, but it'll be at Rich in Stadium. Buffalo. Yeah, Rich Stadium, you know. Right. And you, you could, guys talked about being concerned about Miami going on the road for the playoffs, but I mean if you think about it, they were on the road last night and had <laughs> And had to win in a hostile environment. I mean, you know, Dolphins fans ought to be ashamed of themselves. I mean, like, what's the, always the case? Listen, what's the excuse in South Florida? What did you have like some tornadoes they or something playing, this weekend? They were playing victory well, music. I think they were playing "Cool in the Gang" celebrate. Celebrate I'll say, good time when they I'll won say the game for the FSR IR. So oh, no. that story. Oh, no. um, yeah, listen, it was. Uh, <laughs> they had on their dark jerseys. Aren't you supposed to wear white jerseys when you're away? <laughs> <laughs> fins to the left, fins to the right, oh, my no. ass. Well, they to the left and to the right. They just yeah. ain't in the middle at the stadium. <laughs> yeah, they're outside the stadium. <laughs> <laughs> they're selling their tickets to Bills fans. Oh, wow. um, Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, we're Cavino and Rich. Fox Sports Radio every day, 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern. But here's the thing. We never have enough time to get to everything we want to get to. And that's why we have a brand new podcast called Overpromised. You see, we're having so much fun in our two-hour show, we never get to everything. Honestly, because this guy oh, is overpromising things we never have time for. Yeah, you blubber lips. Blaming me. Well, you know what? It's called Overpromise. You should be good at it because you've been overpromising women for years. Well, it's a Cavino and Rich after show, and we want you to be a part of it. We're going to be talking sports, of course, but we're also going to talk life and relationships. And if Rich and I are arguing about something or we didn't have enough time, it will continue on our after show called Overpromised. Well, if you don't get enough, Kavino and Rich, make sure you check out Overpromised and also Uncensored, by the way. So maybe we'll go at it even.
even a little harder. It's going to be the best after-show podcast of all time. There you go. Overpromising. Perfect. And remember, you can see it on YouTube, but definitely join us. Listen to Overpromised with Cavino and Rich on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts. You know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know think I can eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds, or I know it'll take you over a minute to down that two liter. If you have, then you're going to love Pick 6, the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how to play during the NBA playoffs. It's super simple. First, download the DraftKings Pick 6 app. Then pick between two and six players and choose if they'll have more or less of a stat, like rebounds, points, assists, and more. Play Pick 6 from DraftKings, the new fantasy app that packs more fun into less time. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now and use code 2PROS. New customers play 5 bucks and get 50 in Pick 6 credits. That's code 2PROS only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. One offer per new customer. Minimum $5 first pick set to receive $50 in Pick 6 credits, which are non-withdrawable and valid for Pick 6 use only, expire after six months. Restrictions apply. Limited time offer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. See 
See terms at picksix.draftkings.com slash promos. So we had one. Listen, it is Black Monday. Oh, wow. Oh, you know it's just it going to come out fired. I'm bang, um, bang. But uh, we had one team wow. who. Why do you say it with so much bad? Got, know, why do you say it like that? Dang. I just, you know, I want to. It's like how he says Fox. Jeez. You know? so say, the same what, what Monday mm-hmm. is it? Black. Black. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Racist. No. What's the problem? He goes, ah. Oh, no. <laughs> one more time. What do you like? What what today is? Like, yeah, yeah. Black Monday. <laughs> I don't, listen, I don't is understand. Is this like Irish spring? Why, why does that extra ah get in there I, like I that? I don't understand. It what gets the, in the uh, way of you just saying the word the way it's supposed to be said. Just, look, it's know. what people call it. It'll probably be there'll be a hashtag attached to it. Uh, everyone is discussing Black Monday <laughs> uh, here. Uh, as we await the uh, the bad news that is given to several coaches around the NFL, how many of y'all think over unders? How many of y'all think? Well, we, I mean, let's, in, in addition let's to what's already three. there, is there is there a betting line out there for how many coaches get fired? There's today? a betting line on everything. All right, like, let's let's put it at three over under. We got to make it a half, so that way we can a half three and a half. Oh, three and a yeah, half. Because okay. that way you don't have a push. Okay, three and a half. All. Uh, over. We're already counting. Is this in addition to Atlanta or? No, that would be the first one. Arthur Smith is gone. Yeah, you, okay. we could go with yeah first one. So it's okay. two more. You need two so more. Two more. Um, I will say. I think it's to be the over because there's. There, I feel like there's. The Tennessee situation is interesting. That that one's weird. Because Vrabel's a great coach, but they do have a new general manager. And based on what, what they, I think they've lost 17 of the last 23 games, something like that. There's something there like where you, you get a little worried or concerned about, like, hey, would he want to take another opportunity? Would he, would he want to go back to New England if Bill Belichick and Kraft decide to part ways or he gets traded even though it seems unlikely? And then the New Orleans one, too, is one that I'm like, I don't know, man. Hmm. That's one that I think is kind of interesting. I'm I'm going with Ron Rivera. Oh, and Ron Rivera, sorry. And, and Bill Bilichick. And you think that's it? Well, no, that's I don't know under. that that's it, but I'm just saying we're going to beat we're going to So are you saying the under? There's always a surprise one. There's always a surprise one. But you got to keep in mind, they already fired Carolinas. They already fired uh, Las Vegas. They they already – I mean, there was a lot of in-season firings. I, what what about Seattle? I mean, I know they did He's not fairly well. I think he'd step down, kind of similar to like Belichick. To Belichick? Yeah. See, I, I mean, but if they step down, can't you still say that it's a forced step down? I mean, technically not really, because it depends on like what the terms are, right? Like if if you and I had a contract together, yep. and you're like, I'm firing your butt, right? Like I, I get severance. There's certain me. things involved, right. you know. If, if I just sit there and we come to an agreement, say, hey, we're not going to work together any longer. Like that's both sides coming to it, where you don't got to pay that dude anything, right? Because yeah. he's agreeing to it as well. Sure, it's different when you fire someone. There's Agreed. offsets. There's you still no got to pay. Yeah. Do you guys prefer the term "relieved of their duties" Ooh. or "fired"? I'd rather be fired. Relieved of your duties just sounds so dismissive. Yeah, like I, be gone. I would argue this: going their separate ways. 
Ooh. is the kindest way of putting it. Because, I mean, think about any relationship. Mutually agreed to. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. You know it's one side. That means she wanted someone else. Which means that that means the owner wanted someone else. Yeah, like if, if Robert Bye. Kraft was going to, <laughs> she wanted someone. If, wanted if Robert Kraft else. was going to give Bill Belichick a lifetime contract, he would just come out and say like, "We're not getting rid of Bill. It's been a down year. We're going to rebuild this roster. We're, we're looking forward to 2024." Like he would come out and say that. He's never once said that this season. Yeah, it's uh, the the Patriots one is obviously one to monitor. Uh, I'm gonna go with the over. Yeah, it's the over. It's going to be the over. Uh, now, we mentioned Arthur Smith, and listen, his final moments as a Falcons head coach, he was not happy. Wasn't happy because... And nor should he have been. The uh, New Orleans Saints decided in a blowout to hand the ball to Jamal Williams and get him a rushing touchdown. Arthur Smith called out Dennis Allen for it afterwards. Dennis Allen said post game that, listen, that was not the play that went in. And then there were some reports circling after the game that it was Jameis Winston in the offense that may have gone rogue and decided to call that play and rush the ball in for a touchdown. And so Jameis Winston uh, popped up post game yesterday to explain himself and had a fun little back and forth with the media. Well, I apologize to D.A. because the play was was victory. Uh, but I also explained to D.A. that it was a team decision. And uh, and I think when you have the, a team morale, and I asked the guys, I said, guys, like, what do you, what do you want to do? We know how much Jamal means to this team. And, and I understood from D.A.'s perspective. So I, I, I give him that. Yeah, but D.A. didn't condone that at all. You know, he, he didn't. However, uh, we decided as a team to do it. And, man, we got an interception to the one-yard line. Yeah. You know, like – so if 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 we would have scored, would it still would have been disrespectful? So no but, regrets. Huh? No, no regrets. We don't regret. Do do we regret for scoring forty one points on them? Do you think we we regret that? Well, you do have to play these guys twice a year. That's all I'm saying. We, we already played them twice. I know, but I'm talking about you know somebody who's got to play these guys twice a year. That's all. How do you feel about it? Tell me how you feel about it. Not good. Why don't you feel good about it? Because you got to play these guys twice a year. But what about it makes you not feel good about it? So, the head coach tells you to kneel it up. You're asking my opinion. Yes. I think you should have kneeled it up. Okay. Well, I'm just telling you as respectfully as I can. You answer my question. Respectfully as you could, and I'm telling you as respectfully as I can that I respectfully disagree with you. That's all. You disagree with me or the entire team? Whoever made that decision. Okay, so you disagree with the entire team. So thank you. No, I'm, I'm just being, I'm being honest and respectful. And that's what I'm attempting to do too. Yes. And that's what I am doing. So, yes. <laughs> so there is Jameis Winston explaining his role in. Uh, the rogue touchdown run and handoff to Jamal Williams. So you saying that y'all disagreeing? You disagreeing with all of us? Like the, the fact that he is completely oblivious to the idea that your coach told you to do something and you elected not to do it. <laughs> I just huh. I don't I don't understand. Like you lost so. me right when you said. Uh, <laughs> so I asked the team, "What you guys want to do here? Uh, okay. Take a knee. <laughs> right, take dude. a knee." So a, a couple things there. Obviously, they, they wanted to get Jamal Williams a touchdown. Uh, for those who kind of forget, didn't he lead the league in rushing touchdowns last year? Yeah. And then he didn't have a single touchdown this entire season. So they, they wanted to get him a rushing touchdown. I, I get that. I honestly feel like had they just ran a normal play, 
it wouldn't have been quite as bad as them lining up in the victory formation and then getting him the football. I mean, look, when you're beating the crap out of a team, they really don't have any you know leg to stand on in regards to you know how they lose. You know, you get your butt kicked, you get your butt kicked, and that's how I feel. There is an element of like, you know being disbordinate in this situation. There is an element of, of sportsmanship. When you line up in victory formation, most guys aren't trying to play that play. And so obviously there's, there was an element of trickery to it. Um, but I, I just, man, I, I think it's a bad sign for Dennis Allen. Oh, yes. I mean, think about that. If, if you send in that play, and, and obviously you saw Arthur Smith after the game for everyone who watched, he was fired up. Yes, he was. He lit into Dennis Allen. Again, that's kind of unfortunately the reality you're left with when you lose that bad. Like, like you really, all you can do is complain. That doesn't really doesn't really matter. But it sheds a light on maybe where this locker room is with Dennis Allen. You know, where they feel like they could do something like that to end their season, and there's no repercussions. You know, it's it is what it is. So, like when you see a kid who behaves poorly, what do you think of? Where the bad parents, parents yeah, like, yeah, bad parents. like they just they they told you what to do, and James Winston just got in the huddle and said, "Oh, what do you guys think?" <laughs> just ran a play. You know, game. them dudes was sitting there like, kneel it, <laughs> like victory formation. And you know, James was like, "Now nah, we gonna eat this W today, y'all. We we gonna get him oh, in. We gonna get him in. Here's what we're running." He might not even told the rest of them. It was victory formation. He might have just been between them and the running back. I don't buy that the whole team agreed to that because it's just not an honorable <laughs> yeah. deal. He looked over at the sideline at LeVar and everyone on the defense was like, yep, do it. Do it, man. This <laughs> yeah. is now. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> He's, so, you, so you disagree with the whole team then? Yeah, so, I, I yes, disagree. Yes, I, am. I disagree with him saying the whole team agreed to do it. Like, you're going to get him his touchdown on a play where you know dudes is just standing up, starting to dap up the other team and give them hugs like, good luck, da-da-da, isn't that like, okay, you're going to jack up the honor system here? Like, come on, man. And then you'll be mad if one of them dudes fire up off the uh, defensive line, pop somebody, knock them down, and then try to hit the quarterback. Now you want to fight. Like, come on, man. You ruined victory formation for pretty much every team moving forward. Yeah, There's no honor system there. There's That's like no honor amongst thieves. Like, why would you do that? Just to get him a touchdown? Like, that's the way. I, I'd be like, you keep that damn touchdown. I don't want a touchdown that way. That's my one touchdown. Did he reach an incentive? Like, what What was the real passion behind getting him in the end zone on the final play where you're on the one-yard line, you have the game one? Like, if he hit an escalator, I get it. Like, he hit, like, all right, this is Chris Jones. Open it wide open. You know, this is Mike Mike Strahan. He's, he's going to get Brett Favre. I get it. But if you ain't break, breaking no records, if you're not hitting an escalator incentive, what do you do that for? There's no there's no reason to do it. And that just kind of further solidifies how some people view Jameis Winston. And, and maybe he likes that. Maybe he likes having that reputation. That's, I mean, that's a hell of a reputation. I mean, you know, 
What is it, Jonathan? What is it? Tell tell us what that reputation is. Listen, I'm not even. uh, What's that reputation, Jonas? What was what was I alluding to that you're going to finish? (laughs) Go ahead, jump (laughs) jump right on in there. You know, it's a very. He's got. uh, There's some strange stuff in his past. (laughs) Is uh, one way to put it uh, from Jameis Winston. So I mean, anybody that that could eat a W the way that Jameis Winston literally eats a W, it it says something about something. Um, Now, one of these uh, angles on the Arthur Smith firing, and one of the reasonings behind it, uh, as reported on, is that they were not happy with his usage of guys like Kyle Pitts, Bijan Robinson, um, you know, Drake London. Like they've they've added a lot of pieces, young talent on offense, really really talented guys, and they've been not happy with uh, Arthur Smith's uh, handling of that. Um, and then there's the quarterback issue. It, it felt like they could never really find the answer at quarterback. They were in on the Deshaun Watson sweepstakes. He decided to go to Cleveland because they probably gave him like a hundred million dollars more guaranteed, and then that was gone. It it does it. I mean, the defense played better this year under the radar, but you know, outside of yesterday, the defense did play better this year. There's a lot of worse situations in the NFL than that Atlanta Falcons job. Like, there's a lot of talent there. Like, what direction would you go if you were the Atlanta Falcons? You go offense again and see if you can get somebody to build. And, and I, I don't care guys? where you go. You see the quarterback. <laughs> I mean, that was quite evident. I mean, honestly, like, I, I don't. I don't care what direction you go. And the hard thing is the viable candidates are guys like Dan Quinn you already had. Ben Johnson, do you want to, you know, go the offensive route with the first time head coach again? So a lot of the top candidates, in my opinion, are all defensive coaches. So I, I think you're gonna see a lot of those guys circle through. Like I think Raheem Moore should get a look for the job he's done with LA Rams. He he's he's kind of flown on the radar, but he's done a phenomenal job. You can kind of go on through a list of other guys that were, if you're really looking at it, Mike McDonald in, in Baltimore, you know, he's going to be a guy you're going to give some consideration to. But that would be that would be the direction I'd go. You know, I, I think it's going to be a defensive-led team for the short term until you get a quarterback. But you go find whoever the best candidate is and then go load up and find a quarterback to go help you win some football games because this team's not far off there. You mentioned uh, Ben Johnson. Albert Breer had a report uh, via Sports Illustrated over the weekend that said that David Tepper, the owner of the Carolina Panthers, last seen throwing uh, a drink at a Jaguars fan, that he would be willing to give Ben Johnson a blank check to try and bring him in, that he thinks uh, he's that high on Ben Johnson as a head coach. So. Who knows what that means and whether or not you know, there's some competing offer from the Falcons for Ben Johnson. But And he's got roots there. You know, he, he played his football, I believe, at Duke, if I'm not mistaken. So it, it could make some sense from that standpoint, you know, for him wanting to go back uh, for him personally. But I don't know, man. I mean, it's hard to buy into mu- much of what David Tepper says, knowing you could get the rug pulled from out underneath you in a year's time. Like, if you want to offer me the world or give me a blank check, that's great. How about this? No offsets. You owe me what you owe me. You fire me, okay, you owe me whatever we agreed to on the way in. Because I know nine months from now, you could change your damn opinion on everything and throw a drink at someone's face, and that's the end of it, right? Like, that. that's the hard thing with David Tepper is I just don't think he's an owner you can trust. He's going to stand by what he's going to sign You know, a, you know, a, a coach's contract to. He didn't do with Matt Roll. He didn't do it with Frank Wright. I don't think he's going to do it with the next head coach, whoever that is. I didn't expect Carolina to be a playoff team this year. 
They're so much worse than I thought they'd be, though. Mm. Good God, they are terrible. And I like Bryce Young's just. He's talking to Adam Thielen, and Adam Thielen's just kind of working him through on the sideline and talking to him, you know, probably giving him advice. And I, I don't – that's a that's a rough – especially when you see C.J. Stroud, who has taken one pick behind him, and you see his surroundings and his supporting cast, the way he's played. Now he's in a playoff game, and they're hosting a playoff game next weekend. Just to see where Bryce Young is at, I, I hope it's salvageable, but Bryce Young's got to be looking around going, man, this isn't like Tuscaloosa. Like, this is nothing like what I came from. Well, that happens quite a bit to players. <laughs> you got to deal with the harsh reality that you're not in Kansas anymore. And winning um, could be something that, well, could be a, a distant memory. And that you never revisit Jeez, being man. a winner ever again. <laughs> Sometimes that's a very, very harsh reality connected to having so much success um, during the course of your career, that's rough. It, you know, it, it, it ain't easy. I mean, especially when you're made the scapegoat of it, for better or for worse, you're gonna be the reason why this yeah. team still stinks, and you got to yeah. live with that smear on your what would have been an impeccable resume for your career, and you got to deal with with that being the end part, the end result. A lot of people are saying about Bryce Young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I can feel his uh, pain. You know. Yeah. No, oh, you're talking about yourself? No, no, I'm saying I can feel it, but yes, but no, I mean, no. Wait, what? Yes, but no. <laughs> you get it? Like, Damn. Yeah, I don't want to say it's me that I'm talking about. I'm just saying I can is feel that it. A, is that a fine, though? That was a fine. That was that was a fine. Hey. Yeah, that was you. You picked up on it. Okay. I didn't directly say it though. I just you've done that in a while. By yeah, the way. I was just relating to it. You've been better. Yeah. I you've mean, been I was like, just, you've been, yeah, you've been better. I me, mean, I had me I had a about with with PSD <laughs> yesterday watching the the Cowboys play against Washington. Man, I thought Washington would be able to keep it within thirteen and a half. Come on now. I I had I I had some some real traumatic moments yesterday watching that like it just, uh, it just took me back, you know. No, not special teams. No, again. no, everybody's running. Are you okay, Dad? No, no, pineapples. Pine- safe work, safe work, <laughs> Mama. No, no. Yeah, just felt it. Like no! Dallas just comes into your house, you know, take off all their clothes, start cooking up your food. <laughs> Walking like around some Viking warriors, huh? Walking around butt naked with, with tape around their ankle, tape coming off one ankle, tape all the way on the other ankle. That's it. You're talking about you want some eggs? There's some Kool Aid in the refrigerator. There ain't oh, enough yeah. Kool Aid for a Helping cup. Themselves. They just, I mean, everything in your house. Yep. And you ain't done nothing about it. Nothing. And just as they came, they left. Yeah. Pause. Listen, it was a uh, just a a bad, bad, bad scene. Oh, I went down the wrong road. The, uh, I mean, that, that was the wrong road. Good turn. That was the, a, t- uh, a horrible turn. The home fans at RFK yesterday. <laughs> bad scene. Oh, RFK. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at six a.m. Eastern, three a.m. Pacific. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts. You know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. And by the way, I was just at O'Reilly not that long ago, within the last month, and guess what? Needed some help with the alternator, had some questions with the batteries, they helped me right away, and did it right there in the parking lot. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my! Look at that! He is! And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win! Unbelievable! When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. We do have some breaking news out of the NFL. Breaking news from Fox Sports. And for that, we turn it over to Eddie Garcia. Well, not a surprise. Uh, The Washington Commanders have decided to move on from head coach Ron Rivera. Uh, He is out after a 26-49 and one overall record. And interesting, the uh, front office shakeup as well going on with the Commanders. uh, Owner Josh Harris is bringing in former Golden State Warriors GM Bob Myers, as well as former Vikings GM Rick Spillman, who is a familiar name uh, for the football fans. I I was just working with Rick yesterday. <laughs> so you interesting, say a word. interesting move there. Uh, especially the Bob, the Bob Myers thing is uh, certainly interesting, uh, and also the Carolina Panthers have fired their general manager Scott Fitterer as well. Why? It's going so well there. I can't. I don't, can't figure out what happened in Carolina. Um, so the Ron Rivera firing, not a surprise. 
I think everybody uh, obviously knew that that was going to go down the way that it went. But man, so Rick Spielman couldn't couldn't do you a solid and uh, and, and fill <laughs> well, in on. I, I'll say this much, um, and I'm not trying to speak for him in any way. I, I do believe he was being t- talked to by a number of teams, and uh, I, I think when you look at, <clears throat> for example, what the, the players he drafted, some of the teams he built there during his time in Minnesota, his overall experience in the NFL. Uh, it, it speaks for itself, and I think there's uh, some decisions right now and the way the Vikings season kind of went this year that, at least from a front office perspective, you might be you know now wishing you had him back. Um, so anyway, the, the point is he, he it was it was funny because we were joking with him about uh, another potential situation, and uh, yeah, he, he was tight lipped about it, wouldn't say anything. Uh, but this this one was not one of the ones we dis- we had discussed. So maybe he would have been more forthcoming uh, if he could have. Uh, but but my guess is he wouldn't have been. He's uh, he's a stand up guy, and obviously he was a, he's been a ton of fun to work with this uh, this past season. Hmm. I'm looking at this Myers hire, and in my mind, I want to say this could be one of the most interestingly amazing, brilliant moves by Josh Harris and this group. And and you may ask, well, you know, Bob Myers is a basketball guy. Why would you bring him into a category that he doesn't belong in or hasn't been in? But really the biggest to me, the biggest issue that the Washington um, franchise has struggled with and fought through for so long is having a proper structure as a company, not not the structure as a GM of the players and who you're selecting as the players, but as a having continuity of operations outside of just your personnel that is going on to the football field. And so if they believe that Bob Myers is is the type of an exec that can bring that type of structure and and maybe the 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 word that's always used uh culture if if he can bring a culture of of high expectation and high levels of of accomplishment um which will allow somebody like like Rich to do with his job which I think Rick Rick, Rick don't don't we don't people call him Rich I think no. I, th- I thought he was being called rich, but no, it's anyway. rich stadium. All right. Well, I thought it was. Anyways, re- regardless of that, the, the the Spillmans are are some amazing. That's an amazing family within the the football community, and he did do a great job in in Minnesota. And you know what? He's very well respected. Good dude. The type of temperament that you would think that goes a long way um in in a building that that really really needs to move forward and move beyond what it has become over uh, a very very extended amount of time so just at a glimpse just just knowing what i've known of the past of what what the environment has been in in Redskins, oh excuse me, formerly oh, known as Gosh, as, I, I'm, oh, I mean, he pulled a Romo. It is oh. what it is. Uh, I he pulled did. a Romo there. I, I, hey, yeah, not, the not way, quite as bad as Romo. By the way, he's getting well, worse. Is. is it? Is he getting worse? Uh, he he mispronounced so many names yesterday during the Bears Packers game. Mm. Like it was shocking. He probably didn't care. <laughs> yeah, in, in his defense, care. there are so many guys, and I thought this happened during the bowl season. It's like you get the opportunity to call a game. Go learn. Go learn guys' names. Like there's there's some families out there and their their name means something. Yeah, Go figure out what their true. name is. Go figure out how to pronounce it properly. Like that's the number one thing if you're calling a game. 
you have to do. And I understand some of those names can be tough to pronounce. Trust me. Halapudalavati Vitae. All right. I had to learn that forever back when he was at Washington. I practiced that probably a thousand times. And like, but that's part of the job. Like, learn these guys' names. I, I never understand that, man. Yeah. yeah. And to that point, it is Richard Spillman, by the way. It, it, I know they call him Rick, but he is his name is Richard Spielman. Just okay. just so we're yeah. clear. Just I, so that I work with all, Rick. Yeah. So I just saw him twenty four hours ago. So let me know when everyone calls him yeah. Richard. I just I just know that that's his government name, and I'm not going to have that that bad bad not juju of not saying his name correctly. Maybe they don't call him Rich, but I know he's a Richard. Yeah. Anyways, uh, Rick. <laughs> anyway. go, go Google search. Go Google search if Richard Spielman comes up or Rick Spielman yeah. on yeah. his Wikipedia. It does say Rick. It does yeah, say it Rick does. Spillman, but then right immediately, but then right immediately under there, his name is Richard, regardless yeah. of what people call him. I mean, his name is okay. Richard. Well, my name is Braden. Are you gonna start calling me that? The rest I might. Of the time? I might. Okay. I just might start calling you Braden. I call you Q. So and, yeah, yeah, it is what it is. But yeah. anyway, I call the, him Slappy. The, that's true. No, no yeah. you don't. He does. No, I don't think he it, does. Hundred percent. Do you? Call but him anytime slappy? him and I, anytime Jonas and I ever talk on the phone. He'll say what's up, Slappy. One hundred percent. Our off air, you know, interactions are much different than our own. No, it's not. It's not what do you really mean? What do I call it's, you? It's really <laughs> Black man. <Yeah>. Racist. <laughs> huh? So messed up. Hey, hey, what do I call you back? <laughs> what do I call you back, Jonas? Black man. <laughs> It's just two brothers greeting each other the right way. That's all. You're still waiting on your 23 me results, right? <laughs> no, I'm not. Jonas might be. Oh, man. I wish we would have saved that in the system. Birdo saying, you black dog. Hey, you black. Can I just call him and have him record it for us? <laughs> you black. Oh, man. I know he's happy right now. Um, his team is playing. Hey, up. so Washington's got the number two pick. Yeah. They're getting a quarterback. Okay, yeah. How attractive of a job is that? Number two pick. I don't. I, I think that's a tough one to answer. It's a tough one to answer for the simple fact that you probably want to be excited about the idea of there being new ownership and them going in a different direction, and you being the guy at the forefront of an amazing market. I mean, the market and the fan base has endured a lot, and it's an amazing fan base. Like, you can't go wrong with a number seven, number eight media market with the type of fans that they have. Um, but with that being said, I just think that there's so much uncertainty, and and that's you're talking about your career. You know, you get picked at the number two spot, and you go there, and it may take four or five years to to try to undo you know decades of of misfunction and and just doing things incorrectly so they're gonna try and make a splash hire right like like jim harbaugh they're gonna make a run at Harbaugh. that would be interesting i mean why not why not go after harbaugh I, i think that would be the best the best name to go after but that does tend to go down the same same exact lane that that Dan Snyder went down. Like Dan Snyder did not shy away from hiring high profile people, not in front office, not as head coaches, not as players. Well, uh, I would say this, like that's not necessarily a bad strategy. It's just uh, I think what you said and pointed out was the biggest thing is they just don't have the the structure, the internal Correct. structure to Correct. be able to then manage that. Like Correct. 
I think when you bring in a guy like Bob Myers, what you're looking at doing is constructing a, you know, what was a dynasty in a period of time in the NBA with the Golden State Warriors and doing it in a way that was unique to their approach, right? I, I think the funny thing is, not to not to get on a whole long one of tangent, but like who who's the one player that you hear people compare Patrick Mahomes to in other sports? Steph Curry. Steph Curry. Steph Curry. Oh, Steph. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And, and so the yeah. interesting thing is, is like, okay, so if if that's the magic you're trying to recreate, then you go bring in a guy who is maybe a part of that, you know, front office or a part of that brain trust that created that. And then you bring in a football guy like Rick Spielman who's going to help him understand this realm a little better, right? Like there's a 30,000-foot view, and then there's like boots on the ground. Mm-hmm. And you can have someone who can help you understand like who is the best coach to embody what Steve Kerr means to that team with a guy like Steph Curry, with Klay Thompson, and, and with all the other pieces Draymond, on that team, Draymond Green, it? right? Right. How do you manage those personalities? So, so I think that's maybe partially the vision is, hey, we want to be a team that, you know, utilizes, first off, like data analytics. Like, obviously, the, the Warriors caught on to something in a day and age of the NBA where you can have, you know, outside shooters who are smaller, who maybe wouldn't have lasted in the 90s style NBA with the way they play defense and the and way the game was played back then. But nowadays you can. Like, you can make it through a whole season healthy, and you can have the most prolific shooter in the history of the game and build around that and build you know even more shooters onto that roster and then change the way everyone else has to play because of how dominant you've been. Like, you could change the league that way. And maybe Washington feels like they're in that position right now in number two. Now, in order to do that, you have to get a Steph Curry-type talent. And so let's just connect the dots here. So if if Steph if Patrick Mahomes is, is the Steph Curry of the NFL, who is the player in the draft that's been compared to Patrick hey, Mahomes? Now I'm up. Caleb Williams. Yeah. Caleb Williams. There you go. And so you and you he then, could drop the two. Maybe if if you know for example the Bears don't want to take a quarterback at one and don't want to take Caleb Williams at one, maybe they trade out. Maybe they trade just one spot back. Like if if I'm the Bears. Okay, and I have the number one overall pick. And I believe that Justin Fields is my quarterback of the future. And I can get back some draft capital and assure myself a a, what I believe to be a future Hall of Famer in Marvin Harrison Jr. at number two. Why not? You you also have another top ten pick that you can go spend that pick on then as far as an edge rusher if you want to, you know, continue to build on that side. Uh, Best player available. But let's just put it that way. Imagine being able to do that if you're Ryan Poles and continue to build. And then for Washington, you get that Caleb Williams. You know, you get that Steph Curry style generational talent player, and now you go. Like that, that's kind of an, an interesting strategy to me, but I think you're seeing the framework put in place by Josh Harris with the Myers move and then bring in a football mind like Rick Spielman, who's done this for, for decades. And I just hope I'm correct on on, and I hope you're correct. I hope we're correct on that assessment that the value of bringing in a basketball operations guy is indeed to finally and and listen, like Jason Wright, Tim Hightower, like some of these guys that are in the front office of Washington have really done an amazing job of working to to rebuild and 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 just kind of replace what has been I mean, really, really 
The bad. team name kind of sucks. Commanders kind of sucks. Uh, I mean, I, honest. Uh, listen, the Commanders. I, I don't know that anybody is going to adapt and uh, to adjust to something that has been around for so many years, like over seventy some years, close to eighty years, where. It, it's like okay, we we like this new name. I, I don't I don't look at it that way. I look at it more so from the person, the people aspect of it. If you're bringing in somebody who's going to humanize what's going on at the park, and there's not this air uh, air of of arrogance and and just you know levels of 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 how you treat people if you're on this level you can't even look at the owner <laughs> Talk about little Danny. if you're on this level you have to say mr snyder if you're yeah, on this level about? i mean i'm just little talking Danny? about how it used to be when little danny was 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 you know walking around you know with his armed armed bodyguards and stuff like that and it, it just What's was up, little Danny? yeah he's somewhere Somewhere enjoying them billions. Uh, it just, it just to me, um, if you do go about it in this way, they're st- they're doing it the right way. You're starting at the root of it, and once you start at the root of it, then obviously, then now you're able to grow um, something that's healthy and something that is able to thrive. And so, if that's what Josh Harris and this group is indeed doing with their decision making and who they. F- made their first hires in the front office being, I, I think it's a great move in the right direction for this organization. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.